Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey, y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have Courtney Key, a.k.a. DJ Queen. She is originally from the Washington, D.C. area. Courtney DJ Queen Key is a fresh new female DJ slash music producer trying to break ground into her community as an advocate for body positivity and self-love. Courtney began making music in 2012, which gave her the opportunity to complete tracks and sound for local indie artists in her area, such as Chop Beats. Mr. Beats is a huge community musical genius when it comes to DC's popular creative style music, Go-Go. Between 2012 to present, Courtney also worked with the likes of Ashley Stewart, tour stores, and iconic plus-size dance groups, such as New York owns Pretty Big Movement, Fat Girls Dance, and more. Recently, she located to Atlanta, and Courtney continues to push to become one of the top plus-size musical empires and female DJs who has made an impact and change in the music industry when it comes to body shaming. Courtney continues to encourage and build up the youth by showing them that when you put your mind to something, to never let anyone tell you it cannot be done because of gender, race, or other factors. So I present to you all, Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Hey. Awesome introduction, by the way, girl. Yes. Yes. Girl, I'll be reading, girl. I'll be reading. Loved it. Loved it. I'm like, maybe she should do this all the time for me. Like, you know what? Listen, we can make this a team. Right. We can make this a team. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I am super excited to have you on the podcast today. I'm so excited. I am so, so excited. Because you know, so much to talk about. So many things going on. I love some good girl talk. I do. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) So let's get into the nitty gritty. So this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. What is your definition of purpose? I say purpose is, my definition of purpose is going after something that people around you told you that you cannot do. So, like, Mm. purpose to me means that you fight through the naysayers, you fight through, you know, depression or whatever may be going on with you to get to that goal of what you know that will make you happy or, you know, make you feel good of completing it. So I think purpose is just getting through all of the getting through everything and getting to that ultimate goal, man. That's purpose for me. That's what it is. <laughs> and I tell people all the time, as many times as I've asked this question, everybody has said it completely different. But ultimately, it all comes down to what you were here to yes. do. Oh, yes. What God's calling you, what God is calling you to do, too. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Courtney, what is one word you would use to describe yourself and why? I would say... One word to describe me and why I would say, let me try to think of a nice word, way to say it. (laughs) I I was going to say headstrong, but people don't like that word. I would say 
a motivator. Okay. And why I would say that is that I didn't always come from a lot of things, okay? And I Mm -hmm. came from neighborhoods that may have been rough, places where people didn't think they had that word. We just talked about purpose. But what I do is everybody around me, any business partners, whatever, I always motivate them to want to do more, to get their business in a... And actually, I motivate a lot of people that I thought, you know, I look up to. I'm like, y'all wasn't motivating me, you know? So... But everybody said I'm, I'm I'm a motivator just because I keep going. I keep going. Mm. I don't stop. I may complain in the middle, but I know the ultimate outcome and goal and what I'm trying to do for my community and how I'm trying to shape my youth. So I would say I'm a motivator for someone my age to, you know, keep going just because you want to motivate, keep people going around you, you know? So I would say motivator. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's super important um, because you definitely want to be a motivation to people. But in the end, you ultimately be an inspiration to people because Uh inspiration lasts so much longer. Yes, it does. Um, I heard a wise one say motivators are temporary. So our goal is to be inspired, supposed to be out here inspiring people. So I'm all for it, girl. Yes, motivate the people, motivate the youth, motivate yourself. Um, Like you said, like some people be like, oh, girl, you motivate me. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, you motivate me. Yeah, yeah, you never know. I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, you never know who you you could have ultimately changed their lives or made them go home and be like, okay, I got this. Because a lot of people right, always exactly. think when they see people on Instagram and Facebook having all these followers and all they're going on tour and all this stuff, that these per- mm-hmm. people are in a good mindset where they got everything. That's not true. You know? Right. They deal with things internally as well. And all it does is take for them to meet someone who has the same desires as they do. And yeah, they're unstoppable. So I'm unstoppable. Listen, I agree 100%. <laughs> So how did you get inspired to do what you do today? Um, I think that, so I had a healthcare background. Let's be honest with okay. that. I was in healthcare for like 10 years. Wow. 10 years, very long time. Um, I worked my last job for six years and I was ultimately fired. Now, listen, they always say entrepreneurs <laughs> always get fired, but I knew in those six years that I was working, I knew that I was missing something. I always did music. I took music classes in high school. You know, I always was into music. And I feel like throughout those six years where I was working, oh, trust me, I was in the studio trying to figure out what I wanted to actually do in in the music industry. But I was torn between uh, my career that I had now and a new career that I wanted to start. And what Mm -hmm. happened was that God intervened with that because it's like every night you go to bed, you are praying to me about making your dreams something that you do on a regular basis. But what God didn't understand is that how do you keep going to this job depressed? Uh Yeah. Praying to me all day long and you won't let go. What's the reason of why you will not let go? And I wouldn't let it go. So I'm sitting here, here working a full-time job in DJing at the same time. And it was like a tug of war thing for a long time, even to the point that it got exhausting for me. And God made that decision for me. He made that decision right. for me. He said, you know what? You can't make it on your own, so I'm going to make it for you. So one day I went to work and I ended up getting fired after six long years of working. And it kind of was a shock because a lot of these employers, you think that you're not replaceable and you think that they care. It kind of right. was like, uh-huh. you know, Courtney, have a good day. Send you on your way. So like I said, I ever since that 
ever since that day, I just knew my true purpose in life. Like I would even do musical therapy for patients on my floor. I would play music. Really? Yeah, so I was trying to get it integrated into the hospital where I worked to do bedside musical therapy versus having to take a patient somewhere to right. uh, physical therapy to get it done. I wanted every nurse to be able to be able to provide musical therapy to their patients while they're going around giving them meds and things like that. Just a small gestures would I would do it to cheer them up. I mean, they would dance right. and everything. And I think <laughs> my job kind of hated that. They hated that I could actually mm. integrate something that can change a patient's outlook. You know what I mean? So I think I was getting in yeah. trouble from integrating something that I maybe should have asked about. But hey, listen, sometimes we don't know <laughs> the steps of how we should go by it. So I think that had a lot to do with why I got fired as well, because patients loved me. They loved when I came in there and played music. It wasn't any rock, right? Raunchy music or anything. It was music to make right. them smile because I worked in a transplant unit and I knew that these people didn't have, some of these people didn't have long to live. And you want to give somebody that, you want to give somebody that life, regardless of, you know, the time that they have here. So it was from my job. It was from my past, all of that together, just being able to work with people who you can see the purpose in their eyes, but they're sick and they're dying. It made you become, it made me become that person. Like, okay, I, you know, I can really do this. Like, you know, I'm, I'm healthy. I don't see what's holding me back. So all of that in yeah. a nutshell, it, I know that was a mouthful, but it was so many different mm-hmm. factors that wow. made me who I am today and made me want to continue to be who I am today. Right. And I wouldn't say that corporate America wasn't, you know, most people down corporate America for being part of that. They were, they mm-hmm. were, they molded me a little bit. Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl. I had that same experience because I've been full time in my business for three years nice. now. And it, it was crazy because I it was like a rock stuck in a hard place. Like you were really trying to figure out, like, all right, God, well, what you want me to do? Like I'm asking every day. And like you said, going to work, miserable, depressed, all this other stuff. It was just the fact that I just didn't want to go there no more. Yeah. It didn't it wasn't my students mm-hmm. because I worked at um Lincoln Technical Institute. And as a director there of education. And it wasn't that I miss, like, I didn't like my students. I love my students. I had good relationships with my students. But it was just like, I'm over this right yeah. now. Like, I feel like, like like you said, like, you were missing mm-hmm. something. So it was like, I didn't get fired. I did put in a 30-day notice. And they were saying, like, oh, my gosh, you're leaving. Da, da, da. And I'm all like, well, what I want to do as an event planner, I feel like I need a way more flexible schedule because I'm a traveling event planner. Okay. So I'm not just doing stuff here in Philly. I'm doing stuff in New York. I'm doing stuff mm-hmm. in D.C. or in Maryland yep. or in Atlanta. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, y'all not going to allow me to do this without me saying, oh, well, I don't have enough mm-hmm. vacation days. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I don't have enough personal mm-hmm. days and stuff. So it's, it, it definitely was a sacrifice. It was yeah. something I definitely had to pray on and have faith because I was just telling someone today, like, she was just put up a status and she was like, well, you know, I'm praying that today gets better. And I'm like, no, pray and know that today is going oh, to yeah. get better because mm-hmm. what's the purpose of praying if you don't believe what you're praying? You got to believe it. You got to believe it. I told a lot of people, you have to believe it because God will not believe you. He won't believe that you believe right. him. You see what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. So you speak those affirmations every day. You 
you wake up every day knowing you're going to get this done. When I was in that dark place and I didn't think that way, the blessings was not rolling in. When I became right. a believer and I knew I said, God, I know you're going to get me through this. I know you will get me through this. That's when things started to change for the better because he needs for you to know that he's listening and watching and watching for sure. Right. But it won't help to mold you if you still negative about everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's the truth. That is absolutely mm-hmm. the truth. I'm like, girl, you better get yourself together. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> get it together. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you feel was your biggest challenge in order to get where you are I today? Think, and how did you overcome it? I that? think my biggest challenge was my family and mm. my finances. And but family for one, number one. You know, as African American families, we Sometimes we want to admit that we sometimes try to live our lives through our children. Um, yeah, we sometimes yeah. try to install things on them that you didn't even have installed on you, or you may have had installed on you when you were younger, so it caused you to go on a different path. My right. mom has been with the government for thirty. She she retired next year, actually in twenty twenty. She's been with the government for thirty two years. Wow, and you know. When I became a DJ, she did not like that at all. It was, wow. you won't be able to make money to live on your own. You need a full-time job because how are you going to live? You need, you know, your money's not going to come from anywhere. DJing is not lucrative. I know a few of my friends who are DJs, they never really made it anywhere. You know, it was just like, all of her, of everything she said to me was like, it's basically like, you are not going to, this is not going to work out for you. So just make sure you, when I lost my job, it was like, you need another job. I don't care what it is. McDonald's. Like who, first of all, listen, honey, I got two degrees. Who, not to down it. But I, I <laughs> think that, that if I had to work a day in McDonald's, I'd probably be in jail, honestly. So I was like, I don't think I have enough patience for that. Um, right. <laughs> um, so it was my family for sure. And I think it was, like I said, my finances, you know, sometimes our finances get low. So be like, oh yeah, this can't be done. Girl, you might just go yeah. back. Go, you, you might be right. You might want to hit up Wendy's and see if they're doing part-time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It starts to make you think, you know, maybe they want to do part-time. Because let me tell you, when I moved from my home, from my hometown, oh my God, the week that I was about to move, I had so much negativity coming down my back. There was DJs that I wow. knew that knew that I did well, but then just was like, oh, you know, you going to Atlanta? I don't know. You're going to be right back, man. Ain't no money than that. Ain't no money there. Ain't no, you know, stuff like that because they were stuck in their home. I've never been that type of person mm-hmm. who i never been that type of person to really listen to other people around me. But when it comes to family, it hits you a little different. It makes you feel like you're letting them down for one and that you're severing a relationship for two. Because entrepreneurs don't understand sometimes it might come off as being selfish. And it's not that yeah. we're selfish. It's that we have in our minds and heart that we literally want to do what makes us happy. And you being my, you know, you being there and, and, and motivating me to do it, man, I'd be unstoppable. I'll be unstoppable. You know, I'd be able to make you proud. But if you guys all that negative stuff to say, saying, look down on me and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, no. And I actually went through a lot of other things. Like I finally came out to my family as being a lesbian. So it was a lot going on around the time wow. where, you know, so I did with the, you know, we always deal with the depression that comes and goes. Yeah. I dealt with the time periods of just sitting down for three months and just letting things pile up that comes and goes. But yeah. So yeah, man, definitely family and, and, and money had me thinking like, okay, God, I'm gonna trust you, but come on. 
Because <laughs> let me tell you something. That man will break. He will snatch everything from you before you gain Girl, anything. right under your, right from oh, under your yes, feet. Yes, he will snatch everything and have you out there basically naked. Like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. But it's all it's mm-hmm. all in love. It's all for you to put yourself in perspective. It's all to get you in line to know what's important. Because if he kept you with those things, you get you'll get that keyword comfortable. Yeah. Can't get comfortable as an entrepreneur, baby. <laughs> Never. Mm-hmm. Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> Never. I, I, I will be one of the first to say <laughs> if there is no comfortability here. Right, okay? right, right. Yeah. Can't get comfortable. So yeah, man. How about how about you though? How about for you? What was your I think my biggest challenge was was I guess I can say financially, because I really had to figure out like, all right, well, if this thing don't work, what am I going to do? And then I didn't want to turn around and go back on something that I wanted to make a commitment to Mm -hmm. and then just fail myself. So I guess my biggest challenge was failure. Amen. Amen. And that's the entrepreneur's biggest, especially when you, like I even said family, because you don't want to fail. Because if your family is down there, you want to make sure this is successful. Oh, my gosh. But so. yeah, that failure thing is real. Like, yes. like you said, like, if you fail, you won't, like, like, especially if people were already down you from the start. Yes. It's like, I can't, I can't do nothing but grind extra hard. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to put, like you said, put yourself in a position where you become comfortable. Yep. Like, it's all about being shooken up. It's all about being uncomfortable. Because yep. some days you have high days, some days you got low days. Mm-hmm. and that's just not even the fact part of entrepreneurship. It's just a part of life. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You just have to learn how to adapt to different situations, period. Yeah, that's true. You, know, you need to learn how to adapt to situations, period. Like you said, that's the way of life. Everything's not going to be roses. Everything's not going to be stars. Not. I mean, you're going to have some bad, bad days. Sometimes they might be consistent bad days. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Back to back, you be mad as hell. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like when I'm gonna shake this thing off? Yeah. Like when is it gonna stop? Oh, when you pray, when you become okay. How about that? when you get when you sit down, and you actually get on knees and pray. That's when things are gonna change around. But saying mm-hmm. it all the time, like one thing I hate is somebody who complains about something that I just haven't seen them do one thing to change. Oh, girl, that <laughs> girl. Is... That's a... That's a whole different conversation. Yes. A whole different thing we don't want to crack open, but yeah. Oh, but that's so real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do about to change the situation? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially like the ones where you you continuously tell them over and over again and they still don't listen. Right. <laughs> right. And they come to you talking about they mad and saying it hurt. Right. You was right, you think? <laughs> you, you, you think? Especially if you're my friend, you think I'm going to kick you crap and just let you, you know, like, come on, man. Right. Yeah, man. Life is crazy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. It's bananas. So who was your role model or mentor growing up? And did it change over the years? Hmm. Good question. (laughs) That's such a good question. Because, listen, I used to be a big fan of Salt and Pepper because they had their DJ, their female DJ on. And I'm like, you know, I like that. When I was younger, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be that DJ with a girl band and a girl group. Like, I always thought like that. Like, I loved Salt and Pepper and, like, TLC and all of that. But then, like, you know, the millennial, like, times change now. Yeah. Times change now. And a lot of singers have 
a purpose or a bio that might be kind of congruent to yours. Like when it comes to me saying I want to be, you know, I'm doing body, being body positive and being a body positive activist. I became, uh-huh. I fell in love with, so like I told you before, it was salt and pepper and it was TLC. Uh-huh. But now I am in love with Lizzo. Really? I am. <laughs> like she's humble. She's done yeah. things for years. I mean, songs for years and, and done them very humbly and gracefully. She just started like really going on tour, like I said, like last year sometime where she's uh-huh. actually, people actually see her like, whoa, I didn't know she was that big. But let me tell you, she right. wears that weight like it's nothing. You ever see her perform? She's just like the most amazing. She has the most amazing soul. Like, mm. it, and the way I see her is like, she she performs like, she knows this is her purpose and she knows that God is molding her to motivate people around her. Yeah. And, you know, so I love her. I'm not going to lie. Like, I literally want to be her DJ for like 30 minutes if I could. Yeah. Because our purpose is aligned. Speak that like, into existence. Oh, yes. Lizzo, yeah. I hope you listening. Yes, I love she Lizzo. She out, out here claiming that thing. We got to yeah, make man. this happen. Yeah, man. But, you know, actually, I was DJing somewhere and somebody was like, you know what? Do you know who Lizzo was? I was like, of course. What do you mean? <laughs> it was like, maybe you should get like, you know, your PR person. I was like, I don't have that. I don't have enough money for that. To listen, to reach out to her because she's like, you know, you being a plus size or full figure DJ is something that you do not see often. And if you do see it, right. people don't own it as that. Right. They own it as something different. And she was like, you got something going on here, sister. And I was like, yeah, I know. But it's like sometimes you get a little <laughs> lost too with it. Like, okay, so I'm this plus size DJ, full figure DJ. So that doesn't mean I'm supposed to be like huge and being on Instagram, like doing food videos. Like you kind of get lost in between. Right, like, right. The actual marketing scheme of it all. <laughs> but yeah, so how about for you though? Because I honestly, that question was like, okay. Because honestly, like music ha- is not the same as it right so no that is you really true. don't have any people that you be like yeah like some people say cardi b and i look at the little kids like listen <laughs> um i would say as a kid my role model was and she's not even a real person but claire huxtable like i thought she was like the epitome of a black woman mm. like I wanted to like grow up, be like her, mm. have my family, we good, living in our little our little house or whatever. Mm. And she out here being a lawyer, daddy out here being a doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, like it was just like this is what family looks like. Mm-hmm. Not saying I came from like a broken family, right. but this is what I was able to see. Like that's my era, the Cosby show, mm-hmm. you know, like that kind of stuff. But as I got older, I realized that Claire Huxboy ain't nothing but Michelle Obama. <laughs> like, I love Michelle Obama. Love like, Michelle. Yes. Michelle Obama is the bomb. Yes. Let me let, let, me, let me go back and not be childish because I said it was two girl groups that motivated me to, you know, who I was inspired by. But honestly, we're going to just say Oprah. Yes, like... Oprah, These women were out here doing it. Oprah came from nothing. Like, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. And, you know, she over the years went through things as well. 
as is mm-hmm. she should be an actor, she should be a blah blah blah, this and the third. Like she had went through so many things that, you know, it could have made her a different person than what she is today, but it also it ultimately made her, I mean, great. I mean, look at her, look at Ellen. Yeah. Right? You know, it's they was drugged through the mud, but sometimes you gotta get a yeah. little dirty to be, you know. Unfortunately, yeah. you know. <laughs> you gotta get a little dirty. So like I said, back to that question, I would say Oprah kind of because she's kind of like back in the day she's like like i don't know she was here before i was born so i would say she's back in the day and then i would say <laughs> oprah and lizzo right now yes and, and the girl groups too i know that was a little chat yeah like, you know, i'm a little motivating sometimes you know but you know Listen. <laughs> they did what they did and they out here still doing yeah it. you know what i sure. mean like man shout out to i hope michelle obama listen to this because i say every day i say every day that michelle obama is going to be on my podcast i'm still going to say every day until it happens to exist michelle we love you you're going to you know man she's gonna be on the show and they're gonna be like oh what like yep y'all went to the obama house (laughs) and i did and i did my podcast interview right in front of michelle obama (laughs) i would be super dramatic about that like listen come on like how often do people get to sit in front of michelle i don't know like i said i'm from dc i ain't never seen her in person see you know what i'm saying everybody got invited to the egg roll from the capitol and i never got those invites in the mail so people got to meet the presidents then but I'm just like, dang, I ain't never, everybody got the White House <laughs> invite. Never got that in the mail. Oh my. Like, they out here being Out here being shady. <laughs> Come on, man. What I got to do? <laughs> He was being shady. Yeah, man. That is so funny. So what is your meaning of success? And what would you consider to be your current biggest success? And it can be personal or business related. Meaning of success is a lot of people say money. I don't believe in money. Money is, you know, the devil's thing. I would say my mm-hmm. meaning of success is just being able to get to that point of retirement. The entrepreneur mm, yes, now, listen, and that means that you have your capital together. You have your homes and cars together and you get to sit back and say, this is from a business that I created. Yeah. I get to reap these benefits from the business that I created. I don't think that I'm successful because of the money I have in my bank account. I'm successful because of all the energy, time, sleepless nights that I put yeah. getting this done. And I get to look around at it. Now it becomes an actual physical thing or a tangible thing I can touch and see yeah. that mm-hmm. everything I work hard for is right in my palm of my hand. My hand. Yeah. I would say that my current success is that I am starting to get a little bit into the film industry, just a tad bit. So I have some things in the works. Don't want to put it on the podcast. But I have some things in the works with some things in film. I also am going to be doing a big event next month with Microsoft. Awesome. Yes, I've been holding that, like holding it in because I've known for a long time. And this event is like one of Microsoft holds a concert every year and really? for their employees. So each concert is like 4,000 people. Roughly. What? Yes. And when I actually got this offer, most of the time people give you gigs and you don't really know anything about it. So when a lady was telling me about the, the gig, I was like, okay, you know, you know, me being normal, like, okay, well, you need me for how many hours? She's like, um, right. well, let me, let me tell you this. She's like, 
did you know that this is a Microsoft event? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I had no idea. That wow. So yeah, next month I'll be doing a two-day Microsoft event. It's on a Monday and a Tuesday, and I'm so excited to add them as to list as one of my corporate partners because I have done so many things humbly. Yeah. Yeah. And when you do a lot of things humbly, you're like, then that's when you're like, okay, oh, this is like getting good. So yeah. yeah, man, I am I am super excited. Super that is dope. Yeah, super that excited. is awesome. Super, super excited about this one. That is decent. Okay. Yes, but let me tell you, you know, I always gotta ask you questions. It's like an interview when you get a job. How about you? What about your <laughs> I think, well, of course, the mean of success to me is basically working hard mm-hmm. to get what you want. Yep. And like you said, it to me, it doesn't have to be financial. Like I'm an event planner. So anything where more than one person came out is successful to me. Yeah. As long as I did what I was supposed to do, mm-hmm. the purpose and the mission behind it was, you know, met. I'm good. Yeah. Like waking up to be able to like I do graphics. So waking up to do a flyer and complete it and the client is super duper in love with mm-hmm. it is successful. Yeah. Like it's the small things that add up to the bigger things. Yes, for sure. It's the small things that add up to the bigger things. Exactly. And you said something about a mission. You say mission? Yeah. Nice. Nice mm-hmm. word to pull out. And you said something about around mission. I don't think you said purpose. You said something else around that. But Oh, the goal. The goal. goal. Yeah. yeah, the goal. The, the yeah. absolute goal, like I said, when it becomes, yeah, you just said everything yeah. that I said. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I think one of my biggest successes is, let's say, I guess it can be business related. Mm-hmm. One of my biggest successes is that I have been able to be featured in a print magazine. Ooh, a print magazine, it. right? So I did a collaboration with some amazing event planners, event decors, bakers, um, photographers. And we did just an impromptu. I mean, we planned it, but it was just like something that we all wanted to do. We did a mock photo shoot, a mock wedding photo shoot. And little did we know that it was going to be published in a magazine where I can tangibly fill the magazine. Oh. So it's online and it's in print. But my goal for this year is to be published in Essence and in Forbes. Because and I'm still claiming that. Oh, Jesus. Listen, you better I'm claiming that thing. I need to be like at the newspaper stand holding up my spread because I want a two-page <laughs> spread, okay? Open up my spread so they can know who the hell I am. Okay? Amen to that. Yes, Listen, Lord. I'm praying Sunday, on that thing. I will put that in the air, honey. You, and that's yes. the way you think about it. And you should write that on your board when you wake up. If you have a prayer I do. Wall, I have, put that I have like a goal wall yes. for the year. Like I name my years mm-hmm. and then all the things I want to achieve in this year. Yes. And then as I achieve them, I just check them off. Because I feel that like in my soul, the way you said it. Like I'm just going to go to the newspaper stand and I'm going to be... And I, I feel yes, I'm gonna be right there holding my damn magazine I with me in. Mm-hmm. I feel that 100. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, I'm glad somebody else feels. Yeah, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. I feel it. Regardless of what people say, I feel it. Um, Listen, because you're like a passionate speaker, just like I am. When I'm in a room, a lot of people look at me like, "Okay, <laughs> I feel you, sis." But that's just the way, right? I am, you know, I'm like, I need everybody to touch and agree right. with this. Okay. Right. 
because I'm very passionate of, about what I do and how I want things to be and what I put out in the air. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's all. People don't understand your 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 words and your tongue and your mouth is a very powerful thing. Yeah. So if you speak negativity, you will always get negativity. Yep. So if you one of them kind of people, listeners out there, if you one of them kind of people always talking negative all the time, you need to switch that thing up because karma is a big. Oh yeah. I do know that for sure. Yes. Yeah. And if you don't want bad things to happen to you, mm-hmm. you need to start talking positivity in your life. Mm-hmm. Start surrounding yourself with positive people. Yes. Because energy is transferable. Oh yes. Energy is so transferable and it's so very important because you can't be someone who says, I want to, you know, teach the youth to stay out of the streets or to get their education. And then you're like in the streets and then never got your education. I mean, you just can't be, you can't be that type of person. You know what I'm saying? Energy is transferable. Everybody can feel it without you even speaking it. I just came from New York with one of my um, good friends, Akira. That's the, she's actually the director. That's my boo from the Pretty Big Movement. I I just got from her. I just love her so much because our energies, when we met each other, it transferred. And it was like, hey, sis, and we didn't even know each yes. other. And we've been friends for like almost three years strong. And I always watch her. She's always watching me. And we just rock this thing out in two different states. And then we might see each other six months later and be like, man, <laughs> listen, sis, you was rocking. And I'd be like, man, listen, sis, you've been rocking. That is my girl. Yeah, that's my girl. I just seen her this past weekend. I um, She had an apprenticeship program that I um. DJ for once. Awesome. Back. Yeah. She has an amazing spirit. Yes. And I remember when she had first started, mm-hmm. I was following her. And then I had went to New I went to um New York for the Rough Rider reunion concert. Okay. And I was in New York with my cousin and we went past the Ashley Stewart store and I was like, oh, there, go, there she mm-hmm. go, there she go. So I took a picture of it and I had tagged her in it on um, Instagram. And since then, we just been rocking out. Yeah. When she go on live, I'll be mm-hmm. right there like, yeah, girl, you doing this? Always comment mm-hmm. on each other stuff. Like, she is an amazing spirit. I never even mm-hmm. met her a day in my mm-hmm. life, but I know she has an amazing spirit because that's how she comes Yes, off. yes. Yes. And I would say me and her impacted me a lot. Like I told you, you always had that person that you never know that, you know, you impacted, you know, but she has just from watching her just get it, go get it without complaints, without complaints. Like I've never, like I've never heard her complain about her journey. She got to take it one step at a time. Yes. One step at a time. So Mm-hmm. I keep those type of people around me, honey. It's always good. Yes, it's, it's so good important. For yeah, because like when I had those negative people at home, I started kind of started feeling like I believed it a little bit. Right, and then you feel like you down all the uh-huh. time, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's be so much harder trying to pick yourself mm-hmm. up when you already mm-hmm. around people that ain't crap. No. Yeah, like what God was telling me when I was back home, He was just like, you have to cut out and cut down some of these relationships and relationships and even if it's with family I promise you I will get you through the mental you know mental strain of letting go of family yeah. like I I just never wanted to be in that I just couldn't see myself like okay but I love them you know what I'm saying right mm-hmm. it's like you gotta let go you gotta let go mm. if, if they're not giving and bringing anything good to your life right now 
if they are not motivating you to do better, cut them back. Yeah. If you don't, yeah. I can't. I don't know what you want me to do with you. So like, mm. I just ultimately mm-hmm. had to just pack up and move all together. And that had a lot of people yeah. from where I'm from, like, what? Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, oh, wow. <laughs> so, do you have a resource that you use every single day in your life or mm-hmm. in your business that you cannot live without? And what is it? God. Mm. God is my resource. Yes, Let me tell you. I, yes, I became a believer when I started living on my own, I would say. When I was 18 years old, mm. I knew that it was another power that I needed to talk to into you know let's let go all of my baggage on me you know right. what I'm saying people say go to therapy my family was telling me to go to therapy they were telling me to go this that and third I'm just like no I know that these people aren't really you know shout out to all the therapists I know some of you do your job very well um <laughs> but <laughs> I just felt like God and me focusing on him and me walking in my purpose and letting him write my story without writing my own. It just got me a mm. long way, a long way. Trust me, listen, my partner, you know, she wasn't going to church. I make her go to church. I'm like, this is very important. We got to pay our yeah. tithes. We got to, you know, it's very yes. important because like I said, you want to get all these blessings from God, but what are you giving him? Yeah. yeah. What are you giving him? So, yeah, yeah. I would say my main resource is God and Right now, my affirmations, girl, because sometimes yes. I want to say all types of cuss words and all types <laughs> of whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I write down my affirmations and I, I go by them. When I wake up, I use that as my resource as well, as well as prayer and God. So, yes. yeah, man. Prayer gets you far, honey. Yes. Prayer will get you far. <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> yes, <honey. laughs> oh, my gosh. Yep. So what are your upcoming projects or events, you know, that's in the making? Mm-hmm. You can speak on those. You can talk about the ones you can release. You know, that's not so much of a secret. <laughs> <laughs> so like I told you guys, upcoming projects I have with Microsoft, I will be just doing Miss Full Figure Georgia. And this is the first year okay. they run Miss Full Figure Miss Full Figure to Georgia. I've done all the rest of their pageants in D.C. And then they have one they hold in Jersey. But then I'll be doing the one here in May. Actually, next week is the actual pageant um, (laughs) in Georgia. And I also have a few residencies that I DJ up now. Okay. So one of them is my sister's room. It's called MSR. That is in Midtown. And a lot of other things. It's so much to to say, and I just feel like I got a brain fart yeah. and I can't get it out. What's yeah. going on? But I would say you tell you everybody stay tuned. You know, let's let's like you know if you want to reach out to me on social media and you feel like we should collaborate on anything, please don't hesitate to ask. I am one of those people that's like damn for it if it makes sense. Not to say everything people come out their mouth makes sense, but some people have a great pitch idea but just right fall apart with the actual. The execution, execution part. part, and want you to do the execution part. Mm-hmm. You like that? You came to me to get, you know, to be a partner. Not exactly. Project. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, man. Like I said, just stay tuned, man. I'm, I'm, I'm around. Um, I'm around for sure. <laughs> for sure. Courtney around. Change your life. Around. Yeah. So Courtney, how can 
how can our listeners find you on social media? You can follow me at Queen of the Turntables on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yep, I think I have to throw all three of those accounts. But let me tell you now, I do not tweet. So if you're like, oh, I found her account, but that's <laughs> from 2015. Yeah. Oh, tweet. Do you still tweet? <laughs> Girl, I hate Twitter. Yeah, I hate, okay. yeah, I hate Twitter. I, 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 I hate. Twitter. It's just too much to keep up with. Mm-hmm. Like you tweet at nine fifty one, and then you put your phone down, and two minutes later is already a thousand tweets that already been tweeted. Yeah. And you, t- I just, it's, 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 I get lost. Yeah, I get lost. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm one of those nerds that be like, oh, you can find me on LinkedIn. You know. I don't right, exactly. Holla at my professional <laughs> account on LinkedIn. Right, or Google me. Like, come on. Like, let's, let's use Google. Right. Something. Type my name in. Something definitely will come up. Listen, <laughs> that's the power of Google, man. I'll be like, dang, it make you feel like a little famous person. you like, oh, you can Google me on Google. And be like, oh, I found you. Oh, for real. What they had? Yes. What is that? What they had on there? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, all three platforms, I am there. <laughs> All right. So before we go, before what is one? (laughs) Cut it out now. Mm -hmm. What is one piece of advice you can give to our listeners in regard to bossing up? One piece of advice that I give to the listeners in regards to bossing up is to go for your dreams. Go for everybody always say go for the gusto. Go for it. Don't let anybody around you deter you from what makes you happy, regardless of if. You know, because you never know if somebody's envious or they're telling you these things out of love or not out of love. Whatever you want to do, do it. Start today. Start now. Start at 6.58 p.m. Because I'm telling you, if you just let your dream go past you, you're going to look up and it's going to be 10 years from now. And you're going to say, you're going to be one of those people like saying, I could have done this and I should have done that. So in order to be a boss, a true boss, everything you put your mind to, needs to be executed at least to the point that even if it didn't come out right you can put down i did that i tried that so i i tell all all of my listeners or all of the listeners this evening it's 659 now so i said 68 before (laughs) get you a pen write down everything in your life that makes you happy and write down everything in your life that makes you feel like you you know, that makes you happy and what makes you, you know, sad or, you know, not easy. Yeah. And when you see your list of what makes, if it doesn't, if it outweighs each other, it's sometimes you got to start changing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Got to change some gotta stuff change, up. change some stuff up. But to be a true boss, go get it. Go get it. So get it, so get it. Y'all can tell she a DJ because she lived through songs. So everything got a song to it, y'all. Everything got a That's song. Sure. Better go get that blessing, honey, because it's not going to wait too okay. long. It sure won't. That thing will be sitting and God be looking like, well, when they going to see that I already done put Hello, stuff in place? You know what I'm saying? Like, man, oh, man. This is blind as a bait. Just blind yeah, as a bag. Blind as a bag. <laughs> Money some glasses. Honey, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> you, you so silly. I just want to thank you yeah. again for being a guest on the podcast yes, today. I had fun. You know what I'm saying? I had yes. so much fun. Like, I just yes. feel like I like to really, you know, a lot of people who meet me, I would say I am kind of talkative, but I don't really, you know, get enough out like this on a regular 
daily basis. You don't really have people right opening up to ask you questions and seeing picking your brain. So um, yeah. I like that. I think I need that stimulation every now and then. So I need to start getting on some podcasts or getting some interviews so that yes. way I can be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I said that. That's I, right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I like it. Ain't nothing Such wrong with that. Such a good time. Yes, yes, it was a good time. And I hope all our listeners are writing down all those little nuggets you were dropping. Yes. How they can contact you on social media. Yes. Like she said, if you're down for a collaboration mm-hmm. or whatever, just pitch it to her and make sure it makes sense and make sure you are the executioner mm-hmm. because she not trying to be doing all this extra work yes. and you dropping the right. ball. Right, I ain't trying to like, do no extra work of like, because some people get you in on there, you know, such and such, and then they get a little bit of a big head and then they're like, oh, yeah, girl, girl, it's okay. I got my team. Oh, okay. Yeah, just, so what, what happened to me now? Like, what's going on with us? Was there ever a team in mm, us? Mm-mm. You know? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, there's a lot of them out oh, there like that, but hey, listen, it is what um, it is. Yeah, you just gotta, gotta pray that you don't, those people, you know, God keep those people away from you because, you know, yes. they can ultimately make you look bad because you. <laughs> yes, they can. Yes, they can. Mm-hmm. They definitely <laughs> yes, can. For sure. Well, with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day. Continue to boss up with purpose. Be a boss. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.